Amen. Praise the Lord. This thing needs to sound better, please. It needs to sound, it's like I'm in a hole, speaking from a hole. Amen. It still works. I need help still, please. It still works. Keep playing, keep playing that tune. It still works. Yes, it still works. It still works. It still works. Yes, it's sounding better now. It still works. Never, never. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Let the beat continue. Hallelujah. It still works. When I say it still works, you reply. Let's do call and response. It still works. Yes, it still works. It still works. It still works. It still works. The blood works. It still 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 works. The blood works. The blood works. The blood works. The blood works. It still works. It works. Over disease, it works. Over illness, it works. Over lack, it works. Over Nigeria, it works. The blood works. The blood works. The blood works. The blood works. Tell somebody, tell somebody, it still works. Tell somebody. It still works. Tell somebody. It still works. Tell somebody. The blood works. The blood works. The blood works. It's the blood of Jesus. It's the blood of Jesus. It still works. The blood, the blood works. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank God for man. But thank God for God, the creator of man. Man has acquired over time so much knowledge. We have the fields of pharmacology, the fields of pharmaceuticals. But guess what? All those drugs that are made from natural sources do have potentialities that are limited. Their potentialities are as limited as their expiry days. 
They carry labels that say best before 31st March 2023. Meaning after 31st March 2023, you may not get the results you ought to have gotten. The blood of Jesus is the same yesterday in power, in potentiality, in ability as it will be in another 10,000 years. It never loses its power. The blood never fails. It never loses potentiality. The blood is ever potent. The word of God is active and living. It's sharp, it is sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces even unto dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrows. The Bible says it, it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of a heart. Guess what? It has no expiry date. Distance is not a barrier to the word of God. Our own earthly limitations are not limitations to the word of God. Guess what? The name of Jesus never loses, never loses its strength. It carries no expiry date. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Has he given you his blood? Has he given you his word? Has he given you his name? then all possibilities are ours. Amen. Talk to the Lord this morning as we hear from him. You just release yourself to the ministry of the word of God, to the ministry of the Holy Spirit, to the ministry of the blood of Jesus. Lord, I release myself to the ministry of your word, the ministry of your name, Jesus. I release myself to the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I release myself to the ministry of the blood. There are three that bear record on earth. We know the word, the spirit, the blood. These three bear record on earth. The word, the spirit, the blood. We thank you because on account of the blood, we became participants of the commonwealth of the world. We thank you because on account of the shed blood we became beneficiaries of your grace as revealed in your spirit. We are grateful because we are not ordinary. We are grateful because your presence lives in us. And so we are supernatural by the power of your Holy Spirit. We thank you. We thank you for grace to walk in the realization of who we are and the consciousness of our makeup all the days of our lives. And so this morning again we receive the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Let there be possibilities in diverse manners in different situations and circumstances of your people. Let hard grounds be broken up. Let complex issues be resolved supernaturally. Lord, let there be light swallowing up darkness let there be interventions that will change the situations and circumstances of your people totally let it be all about Jesus this morning Father we say thank you in Jesus name we pray Amen, praise the Lord Hallelujah, may be seated, thank you help me, I need, I need help with that help me to appreciate the choir this morning and the instrumentalists Thank you for being a blessing always. Amen. And help me to appreciate your neighbor 
So to your left and to your right, say thank you for being part of the worship this morning as well. Amen. What was the response of your neighbor? If nobody responded to you, it means you didn't talk to anybody and nobody spoke to you. That means you, you, you don't have a neighbor or you chose to ignore your neighbor. You must have a neighbor in church this morning. Or I talked to somebody and say, good, good to see you. It was nice to have you as part of the worship this morning. I hope somebody is talking to somebody. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, one of the reasons why it's important to, to talk to someone in church when we come for services is like, like this is so that we'll avoid mouth odors. Amen. If you keep quiet for too long, you'll start generating some, you know, buccal activity, some buccal microorganisms that begin to grow in strength. And by the time you open your mouth or your buccal cavity, you tend to release a certain... Uh, mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Help me tell somebody something good is about to happen in your life. Tell another person something good will happen in your life today. Say it with faith in God. Say it with confidence in God. Say to someone else, something good will begin to happen in your life from now. Finally, say to yourself, something good will begin to happen in your life from now. Hallelujah. Praise God forever. We've been talking about possibilities uh, since last Sunday. We're continuing in that this morning. And we have said possibilities refer to the fact or condition of things uh, happening. They refer to the truth of things happening. And we have said the realm of possibilities is the realm of the ability of God. The realm of possibilities is the realm of capacities or capabilities of God. What God can do. Let's imagine within our hearts, what is it that God cannot do? What is it that God cannot do? We have checked through the scriptures and we have seen that the limitations of God arise from man's inability to believe him. Do you know the Bible says Jesus entered into his native town and he could there do no mighty works. Why? Because of the unbelief of the people. The anointing and the embodiment of the anointing. The anointed one and the embodiment of the anointing could not do mighty miracles in his hometown. Listen, where do you want to give your best if not among your own people? Among your kith and kin. That's where you want to give. So he went to his own hometown. And for goodness sake, he could there do no mighty works. Why? The people did not believe him. As mighty as Jehovah is. As mighty as Elohim is. Our unbelief will limit us from receiving from him. Amen. But ordinarily, there is nothing Jehovah God cannot do. There is nothing he cannot do. It changes times and seasons. It changes kings and rulers at will. Hallelujah. It turns situations and circumstances around without blinking an eye. Amen. He can move you from zero and move you way beyond what you could dream or think or imagine. Can't he do it? Has he not done it for you before? 
Have there not been days in your life you went to bed not the same way you woke up that morning? Ah, I remember an experience I had many years ago. Over 31 years ago now. Over 31 years ago. I went to check my ICANN results. And I passed. And I qualified as a professional accountant or as a chartered accountant. I passed. And I screamed in the place where it was a professional accounting firm then that we used to go to check our results. And everything then was manual. No computer. The list would be manually written. You know? So you'll be checking, 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 checking. As you are checking, your, your heart beats. <laughs> you know? This was ICANN exam, which then, I don't know now, was like you wanted to cross over to heaven. In fact, it was easier to get to heaven than it was to pass ICANN then. Believe me, what does it take to get to heaven? Believe in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, that he shed his blood for you and your sins. Believe and you'll be saved. Paul and Silas, what did they say to the uh, Philippian jailer? Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thine household. Amen. Acts 16. It was easy. Ha! When I saw my name that I passed, I screamed. It was an office. I had forgotten it was an office. They said, don't shout. They put my head under the table, under the desk. I was screaming there. I ran downstairs. It was my friend that took me. In the car, I just kept shouting, praise God. That night, I got home. I could not sleep. May you be unable to sleep for joy. I didn't go to bed that night the way I woke up that night. Guess what? The following morning in the office, when I entered the office, I entered with a new swagger. Number one, my salary must change. You, you understand? <laughs> I said, listen, yesterday's uh, Tolu, it's not today's Tolu, things have changed. Though. Things have changed. Some people say things has changed. Ah, bad grammar. Things, plural, have, plural, changed. Ah, I said things have changed. My swagger changed, you know. You, May the Lord change somebody's story. Listen, may he do it without batting an eye. May he visit you just like that. Uh-uh. And you will say, are you sure? They say, yes. Because when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, they were like people who were dreaming. May you have that experience. May you have that experience, that encounter. Hallelujah. Listen, miracles, supernatural manifestations are not needed in heaven. It is here on earth that they are needed. It is here on earth that they have relevance. May the Lord visit you in a way that he alone can in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So possibilities, the certainty of things occurring, the assurance of things happening, possibilities. Amen. And he's the God of all possibilities. We read uh, that day, Matthew chapter 17, from verse 15 to 20. I'm going to read that right now. Matthew's gospel, chapter 17, from verse 15 to 20. A man's son was moonstruck. He was lunatic. The Bible says, he said, Lord, have mercy on my son for his lunatic and saw vexed. He had a demonic situation. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and often into the water. Imagine, fire and water. Two extremities. That's the devil. 16. And they brought him to thy, and I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not kill him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. 
And Jesus rebuked the devil. If the devil is the one trying stuff, if the devil has been the one, you know, keeping you under, making things the way they are in your life, today, this hour, this instant is his final moment. I therefore command every chain of darkness, every hold of wickedness, broken, broken over the house, broken over the people of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Devil, I rebuke you on your works concerning the people of God this morning. And by the authority of the blood of the Lamb, you are free. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's read on. And Jesus rebuked the devil and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. This very hour, you enter into your realm of all possibilities. This very hour, things change for good for you. This very hour, every situation and circumstance that had been negative, they amend in the name of Jesus. Things that should be easy, that have always been hard, that changes from now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's read on. 19. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart, that is separately, and said, why could we not cast him out? Because they had tried and tried and tried. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. Because of your unbelief. So no unbelief this morning, because that limits the hand of God in our direction. No unbelief. Let the door of faith be wide open in your heart and unto you this morning. Hallelujah. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall see unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. And nothing shall be impossible unto you with your faith. Because it started with addressing unbelief and ended that sentence by saying, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. So the man of faith is the man of all possibilities. The child of faith is the child of all possibilities. The believer of faith is the believer of all possibilities. Normally, there should be no expression like the believer of faith. Because if you are a believer, then you are already of faith. But we have believers who don't believe. Eh, amen. We have Christians who don't believe. We have Christians who walk in doubt. We have Christians who walk in fear. Amen. Hey, fathers, we are going to Lagos. Let us get to Lagos. I read the story of somebody yesterday that was kidnapped in Ogumaki. Hey, and I have to go to this Lagos. Hope I will get to this Lagos. Father, please let me. You, you, that prayer is full of doubt. It's full of unbelief. There's no conviction of the assurance of God's presence, of God's glory and grace in that prayer. Our prayer must reflect the fact that we believe. Amen. So the believer of faith is a believer of all possibilities. So let's be believers after the fact, not believers, uh, you know, by rote, not believers uh, with our mouth. Praise the Lord. I want to read that same account uh, in Mark's Gospel, chapter 9, from verse 21. Mark's Gospel, chapter 9, from verse 21, but this time from the message. He asked the boy's father, from the message translation, he asked the boy's father, how long has this been going on? The man said, ever since he was a little boy. Ever since he was a little boy. So this problem had been for years. Listen, regardless of for how long the issue has been, today is the expiration date. I said today is the expiration date. In other words, today is the expiry date. We terminate it. We put an end to all the devil had been doing up until now. 
in that job, in that career, in that business, in that marriage. Today, it ends in the name of Jesus. You know why? We have the authority of the blood. We have the authority of the name. We have the authority of the word of God. So we can say what we are saying. We can do what we are doing. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. <laughs> we are not ordinary. Help me look at your neighbor and say, Sir, you are not ordinary. Pardon me, but go this route. Sir, eh, ordinary. Ma, ale ordinary. You didn't say anything to him. You told him. Sir, like, eh, ordinary. That's right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Honestly, what we carry is not ordinary. And because what we carry is not ordinary, we are not ordinary. Hallelujah. Stop seeing yourself as needing help. Stop seeing yourself as the victim. Stop seeing yourself as the oppressed. No. Jesus is not oppressed and he lives in you. If you are not a believer, see yourself as oppressed. See yourself as a victim if you are not a believer. But if you are a child of God, see yourself as the victor. See yourself as the blessed. See yourself as the honored. It is not a question of how much you have in the bank or the car you drive. That does not define who you are. Hello? Why? When a man dies, those things become irrelevant. Irrelevant. They have no meaning when a man dies. No meaning. I see that every time. Since my uncle passed on, I see that every time. Whatever a man has... Physically, don't belong to him. When he dies, every, he doesn't know anything again. Hallelujah. Strangers will eat your food. Strangers will drive your cars. Strangers will, they will sleep in your room. Strangers will wear your clothes. Your expensive Rolex watches, strangers will wear them. Praise the Lord. And you labored and you worked for all those things. If anybody taught those things when you were alive, you shout at them. When you die, come and shout. Those are not the things that define us. Don't get me wrong. Good things are good, but they're only for time. They're not for eternity. Where do you sow? Where do you focus your attention on? On eternity. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ah, when COVID hit, a friend of mine went to meet a former governor. He had served him when he was in office in executive capacity. So he now said he went to greet him. And the former governor said to him, he said, listen, I don't want to mention his name. He said, listen, there's money. There's money outside the country. There's money that I have locally. There are houses that I have all over the city, but I can't go out. I can't go to the bank. I can't leave this place. I'm just holed up here. And the enemy we are fighting is invisible. How many people saw covid you saw it with your naked eyes. You saw COVID. Nobody saw the enemy we were fighting. He said, see, so the man he told was the one who was telling me this. And he said, the higher mighty also are affected. There is not on, only those who are on the lower rungs of a ladder of society. That is how life will be. Praise the Lord. But be conscious of who you carry. Be conscious of what you have. Hallelujah. Let's keep reading. I'll start again verse 21. He asked the boy's father, how long has this been going on? 
ever since he was a little boy. Many times it pitches him into the fire or the river to do away with him. Because the devil wants to steal, he wants to kill, he wants to destroy. If you can do anything, do it. The man said. But I said last Sunday that if a sentence begins with if, it's a conditional sentence. It's a conditional clause. If you can do anything, do it. Meaning he was giving Jesus a condition. If you can do anything, do it. Have a heart and help us. Jesus said, if, help me say, if. I didn't say if. I said if because it has a question mark behind it. If, there are no ifs among believers. Anything can happen. Let's read that line together. There are no ifs among believers. Anything can happen. Let's read it one more time. There are no ifs among believers. Anything can happen. Make it personal. When you're going to make it personal, you replace among believers with your name. One, two, let's go. There are no ifs for Tolu Alokwe. Anything can happen. <laughs> as far as God is concerned, there are no ifs in the equation. Anything can happen as long as you believe. As far as God is concerned, no ifs, only possibilities. As far as God is concerned, no ifs, only possibilities. Praise the Lord. No ifs, only possibilities. Do you think you are at a dead end? Says who? Except you don't know the God you serve, you are not at a dead end. There is still a lot more that he has in mind for you. He will take you out from that place, from the dunghill. He will set your feet upon a solid rock. He will cause you to become the signature of all eyes because that is what he can do. Now our faith must always line up with what God can do. Your faith must not be in agreement with what men are saying. Your faith must not be in agreement with what the status quo is saying. Your faith must not be in agreement with how much they sell a bowl of pepper or tomato. I don't know. You know, the prices, they say keep going up. But, you know, when your wife cooks proper soup, proper stew, you know, soup, the broth. You know, there is a way it looks. When it looks very rich, you too, you know. Yes. Remember what uh, Pastor Colade's late dad used to say he was a politician. You know, Chief Esso, Esso Colade, you know, good man, nice man. I liked him a lot. I was, fond of, I was fond of him. He would regale me with stories of the First Republic because he was a parliamentarian in the First Republic. You know? So, there were always, you know, politicians, they would always have their supporters following them whenever they would, and most of them were illiterates. So, they would look at Coco House and say, Chief, they say yes. What call it? That is, they build this house. Chief will answer. What call? If they saw good road, ah, what's your titty? Chief, what's your chief will answer? What's your? So if your wife cooks good meal, good soup, you know, with everything in place, say ah, what's your bay? What's your? There are times if the stew or the soup is not looking too good. They say, do you know how much they sell pepper and tomatoes and onions and all of those things? May we never go hungry. 
May we eat in abundance always and bless the name of the Lord our God. Believe me. It's, there's a promise for what you eat in the Bible. Find it and apply it to your life and live like that. Don't live based on the status quo. Amen. Praise the Lord. I won't tell you that I asked Sister Balanli yesterday. I said, how much gogo do they sell a, a, is it, what do they call it now? Of snails, you know, the... I say, how much, Gongo? I say, that's what I want to be eating now. I'm a grandfather now. I say, how much, Gongo? She mentioned the figure. I wanted to swallow saliva. I say, but to look Praise the Lord. Don't worry. <laughs> Amen. So I'm using myself practically as an example now. Amen. Okay, let's go on. So possibilities. There are no ifs among believers. Anything can happen. We've talked about the fact that it is one thing. There is only one thing God cannot do. He cannot lie. He cannot lie. Now, Jehovah God, we have said, is the master of all possibilities. Don't forget. But I want to continue from here, in addition to all that I've said already. Possibilities grow where Jehovah's will is known. Possibilities grow where the will of God is known. It was the will of God for prophet Elisha to accompany the sons of a prophet to the place where they went to fell trees. As if he knew that an accident will happen and the iron accident will fall into the river Jordan. And metal fell into the river. Where would it go? To the riverbed. How did the metal accident float again? Elisha the prophet was inspired. So we must be in league with the Holy Spirit listening to his instructions. He was inspired by the Spirit of God to ask, show me where it fell. They showed him. He caught a stick, threw it there. Listen, you throw something inside the riverbed and take a stick and cut, and cut it and throw it there and see whether that thing will float again. It will float. Why? God did not ask you to do that. To start with, God did not say throw it inside the So everything we read about God's word is inspirational. Praise the Lord. What he told Elijah to do was what Elijah was inspired to do. Amen. So it was the will of God. So possibilities begin where the will of God is known. Amen. It was the will of God. So he showed him the place. He cut down the stick, cast it in there, and the iron did swim. You know, so another thing is this. Human logic will always contradict possibilities. Human logic. Human logic. So get rid of human logic. Human logic will contradict possibilities. There was famine in Samaria. Amen. And uh, people had started eating their children. You remember the story of the two harlots, you know? They, they killed, uh, they agreed, they killed the child of one one day. And the next day they were to kill and eat the child of the other one. That one hid a child. The matter got to the king and the king became so annoyed. And said, what nonsense is this? Second Kings chapter 7, let's read from verse 1. Then Elisha said, hear ye the word of the Lord. Because as far as the king was concerned in chapter 6, he had said, today I'm going to destroy Elijah. I will cut off his head. As if Elijah was the cause of the famine in the land. But before the king could perform his threat or execute his threat, what happened? Second Kings chapter 7 and verse 1. The word of the Lord. Then Elijah said, hear ye the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord always changes the equation, changes everything, the narrative. The word of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord. May the word of the Lord come to someone this morning. 
I say, may your own specific word come unto you this morning. Your Rima word. <clears throat> Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Tomorrow, about this time, shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel. Tomorrow. And two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. He said, tomorrow. Exchange rate. I don't know what the exchange rate of a dollar to the Naira is today. But I want to use this as an example. If it is going for 680 or 690, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea of what the current rate is. But the last time I checked, it was 670, and that was over a week ago. I don't know what it is right now. Maybe you know. But assuming it's 680 as we speak, or 690, and somebody comes and stands on this prophet and says, this time tomorrow, hear ye the word of the Lord. The exchange rate of a naira to the dollar will go down to 160, 160 naira. People will look and say, where is this one coming from? They will look at the color of his shoes to be sure that he's okay. The, 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 we will begin to size that person up. Is that not so? Except that word bears witness with your spirit that this man is speaking by the spirit of God. Even being talking, if there's no witness of the spirit that shows that I agree with what he's saying, I will say, ah, oh, scam. Scam. That was what happened. This time tomorrow, this famine or lack or hunger situation will become abundance. Uh, the chief economic advisor to the king was there. The king was leaning against him and that one said, Sir, I'm Harvard trained. Sir, I got my PhD in Yale and I've done a postdoctorate in Princeton. We know how these things work. If even the windows of heaven were to be open, what he's saying cannot happen. So there was a contradiction between what God was saying and what human wisdom, human knowledge was saying. And the prophet looked at him again. In the simplicity of the prophet, no formal education like that, no Yale qualification, no Princeton qualification, he said, <laughs> you will see it with your eyes, okay? But you will eat thereof. Did it happen? Did it happen? All possibilities. So our minds, the human mind, because logic always contradicts possibilities. So be careful where the human mind is. That was the problem Mary had when the angel said, you are going to conceive in your womb, you will give birth to a son. She said, how might these things be? Since I know not a man. Listen, whenever you hear God's word, God's word is quickened, inspired to you. Don't allow your mind to come in. Because you, that word is not meant for your intellect. That word is meant for your spirit. Hallelujah. The word of God originates from the spirit of God. So the word of God is spiritual in nature. And for communication to be complete, it must be spirit to spirit. Hallelujah. I understand that your mind has a role to play. Because many times when God gives a word, he might give an instruction. And the instruction is appreciated through your mind. Is that not so? But be careful filtering the word with your mind. Don't filter God's word with your mind. Don't filter the prophetic word with your mind. Your mind is at variance with what the spirit of God is saying most of the time. Most of the time. A young girl was told she will conceive in her womb, she will have a son. 
And she said, I am not married yet. Talk less of having sex. So where's this child going to come from? And the angel made it worse. The Holy Ghost will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. And that holy thing that shall be conceived in you shall be called the Son of God. Son of God care. How can a human being give back to the Son of God? That what you are saying is outlandish. It is crazy. It doesn't make sense. But she caught herself in the midst of all that and she believed. Amen. Why? For the angel said, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. So she believed that, okay, with God, okay, with God, she was foolish enough to believe. Can you be foolish enough to believe God when he's getting across to you from his word? The Lord needs foolish people, as it were, quote and unquote. Why? For the foolishness of God is wiser than men. So he needs our folly to be able to understand and grasp what he wants to do in us and through us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If I were to give a word that somebody here will become a counselor to the president of the United States of America in a few years to come. Say, ah. Uh, so they have scarcity of counselors in America. That's why somebody will not, God will not take somebody from Akwata. There's nothing God cannot do. There's nothing God cannot do. You will hear a time is coming. You will hear that someone from this assembly is operating at very high quarters with a very prominent world power. Not long from, you will hear. You will hear. When I first said what I said, I was just talking. And then I was, this one that I just said is not just me talking now. Hallelujah. You will hear. Praise the Lord. From this assembly. And then you two will say, ah, I'm a church right <laughs> You know that person that mentioned the name. We go to the same church. Eh? We used to go, eh, before he or she now traveled. Eh? Ah, we, used to, we used to sit together. In fact, some will tell lies. They say, we, we, we were an intercessory team together. You that you came only once. <laughs> Praise God. It shall happen. It shall happen. Hallelujah. Another thing about possibilities, the world belongs to those who see possibilities before they become obvious. The world belongs to those who see possibilities before they become obvious. Some people have their heads always in the skies. They're, they're oblivious to everything that is going on around them. They will never see possibilities. But those who whose eyes of the spirit are open, those who are conscious with the spirit of God, who carry a present continuous consciousness of the spirit of God, will see what others are not seeing. So the world belongs to those who see possibilities before they become obvious. Hallelujah. See what has happened with our public university system in the last six months. And this is not strange because it has happened before. In 2013, there was another six-month strike of uh, university lecturers in 2013. So this is not strange. It has happened before. But every time it happens, it affects us as a nation. Praise the Lord. It, it affects every aspect of our social life and our economic life as a nation. True or false? But do you know that some people had seen far ahead when they started private universities 
I'm not advocating for private universities necessarily, but I'm saying that has helped some people as we speak. Praise the Lord. Whether you like it or not, that has helped some people as we speak. Do you know that it is possible to do a five-year course in seven years or eight years, Papa? Aha. And the person who went to a private university who did the same five-year course would have long graduated, finished serving, and working. Isabel Anley said, I'm working. I'm married at times. And this person is still carrying chemistry 501, geography 202. You know, it's crazy. But some saw ahead of time. I'm not talking about mushroom institutions. So you know, some people, they, they can look at this and say, something, something, university. Nonsense. That's not what I'm <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm talking of a well-executed vision of an educational institution, tertiary educational institution, because of a part of vision. What are you seeing? Your possibilities grow in the realm of what you see. Praise the Lord. Imaginations matter as far as God is concerned. Hmm. So the world belongs to those who see possibilities before they become obvious. What do you see? Because it takes a revelation. Where, where are you standing? Because it takes a location. Do you know at times where you stand determines what you see? Where you stand determines what you see. We were in the studio the other day. And I was looking at an image on the monitor. And I said, something is not right. And they corrected me. They said, no, it's because of where you are sitting, pastor. They said, if you, and they adjusted the positioning of a, of a monitor. And I saw that it was perfect. Listen, where you are determines how well you see. So where are you? What are you standing on? What is motivating you to see what others are not seeing? Can the word of God motivate you to see what others are not seeing? Genesis chapter 50. Joseph was motivated to see what his brothers did not see. Let's read. Verse 24. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will visit you. He saw it. He said, I'm about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of his land to the land that is swear to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. He saw it. Meaning... He was the continuing leg of a revelation God gave first to Abraham and then to Isaac and then to his own father, Jacob. Joseph was the continuing leg. Hallelujah. Do you know it's not automatic? It's not automatic for the successor of a vision to carry that same spirit. He can deviate. She can deviate. But Joseph was on course. He saw it. He said, God will visit you and will bring you up out of his land. And he said, when that happens, my bones, carry my, dig my bones from my grave and take my bones with you. He was as sure as that. Don't leave my bones here. Even my bones will go to that promised land. My body is not going there because he died at 110 years. But he said, carry my bones with you. Let it be on record that even my bones got to the place of promise. Hallelujah. He saw something. What are you seeing? What am I seeing? 
In your business, in your job, your career, what are you seeing? In your ministry, what are you seeing? For the future, what are you seeing? What are the images you are seeing? Ah, somebody saw. She saw very clearly. She saw very smartly. She saw very wisely. Joshua chapter 2 from verse 4. I'll do a paraphrase. I'll do a paraphrase. I'm not mentioning her name now. As we read, we'll remember who she was. And the woman took the two men and hid them and said thus. There came men unto me, but I wist not whence they were. Hmm. And it came to pass about the time of shutting of the gate, when it was dark, that the, man, that the men went out. Whither the men went, I wot not. Pursue after them quickly, for you shall overtake them. But what had she done? She had hidden them on the roof in her house. Who was this? Thank you. Verse 6. But she had brought them up to the roof of her house and hid them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof. She hid them properly amongst the flax, you know, grains that she had harvested. And the men pursued after them the way to Jordan onto the fords, that is the river. And as soon as they which pursued after them were gone out, the gate was shut so that they wouldn't escape or any such thing. And before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof. This was Rahab. And she said unto the men, I know. Somebody say, I know. I know that the Lord had given you the land. I know that the Lord. How did she know? What was her motivation? What did she see? Where was she standing? How did she know? Then she now said, the Lord. It's because we are reading it in English. If it were to be original Hebrew, maybe she had said, Jehovah, or Jah, or Yahweh. She was not a Jew. She was not Hebrew. She was from Jericho. She was a Canaanite. Do you understand what I'm talking about? She had no relationship with the God of Israel. Old Testament times, Jehovah God was exclusive to Israel alone. Alone. If you wanted to serve that God of Israel, you had to be a proselyte. You must convert to Judaism to be able to serve Jehovah God. So this woman was not Hebrew. So how did she know the Lord? The Bible spears us those details, but let, let's look critically. I'm sure maybe she had a dream. I'm sure she had an encounter that something is going to happen. Do you know that terrorism, banditry, all these things, kidnappings that are happening now, some people have dreamt many years ago that things like this will happen. If you are just dreaming your own now, your own is late. Some people have dreamt, I'm telling you, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, and then all we kept praying against was war. That there'll be no war in Nigeria because of those dreams. So many times. Now it's now happening. If you are just dreaming your own now, uh, uh, chairman, where have we been? Praise the Lord. She saw something. I know she knew that the Lord had given you the land. And because of that, she could act. The prudent man foresaw the evil and hideth himself. It is the foolish that pass on and are destroyed. She could see vision, imagination, possibilities. Hmm. Verse 10. Okay, I'll read verse 9. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord had given you the land and that your terror is falling upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. She knew all that. 10. 
For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of Jordan, Sihon and Og, and whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had these things, our hearts did melt, neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord God, uh, your God, is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. She was a believer in God, the God of Israel. But see where her motivation came from, from what she heard. So when she heard, what happened? Faith arose in her heart. Some of us here, nothing happens. You hear the word, no faith. You, are see, you entered with your doubt, you are living with your doubt. Not this morning. If you've entered with your doubt, know that you are living with faith. Hallelujah. Because it's the God of all possibilities. What happened at the end of the day? She had an agreement with, with those spies. Ah, Rehab was smart, yeah? Let's be enterprising with life. Amen. Know how to seize opportunities when they come. She said, let there be an agreement between you and I. I've spared your lives. You will spare me, my father, my mother, my brothers, my household. You will spare all of us. They said, you have our word. We will spare you. They said, okay, I'm going to let you down the wall because the house was on the wall with this red scarlet. So you don't need to go out through the gate because they had locked the city gate. So she let them down and they now said, this will be our sign, the sign between you and us. Question. After they had circled Jericho seven days, you know, on the seventh day, they went around the walls how many times? Seven times. Was it Israel that pulled the wall down? Some have said it's resonance. Okay, if it is resonance, it's good. Why didn't resonance pull down Rahab's house? Why did he jump over her house and continued? It was God. It was the power of God. Her house was speared. The one on the left, the world destroyed. The one after her destroyed the destruction continued. The agreement that day was sanctioned by heaven. You carry a covenant with heaven. You are a covenant to be stranded in life. Draw upon that, that you will never be stranded. Not only you, your children will never be stranded. Not only them, their own children will never be stranded. Hallelujah. And listen, that the Your children surpass you in greatness in your lifetime. May they be greater than you in your lifetime. You know, a generation is a, what's my, what's my yeah, I'm still 16. It's not relevant to me. Ah, how, how dumb could you be? I was saying the other day, at the line in the state of my uncle, I said, some of us are here, 65, 68, 72. You are now trusting God for long life. Where were you when you were 30? What were you looking at when you were 25? You're now saying that you want to live old and without sickness. You should have been praying that prayer for long. The time to pray for your progeny is now. Whether you are a teenager or you're a young adult, believe me, it is wisdom. It is wisdom. Possibilities. <laughs> time possibilities we've talked about the fact that you need a possibility mindset it takes a possibility mind, mindset to experience possibilities without a possibility mindset 
Forget possibilities. You need a possibility mindset. A thinking pattern of possibilities at all times. It would be a mindset. Your mind is set in it. I'll see what I can do with Numbers 13 from verse 21. It was the story of the spies who were sent out to spy out the land. 21 says, so they went up and sighted the land from the wilderness of Zin onto Rehob. As men came to, uh, as men come to Hamath. And they ascended by the south and came unto Hebron. Where Ahima and Sheshai, Talmai, the children of Anak were. The Anakites were giants. Now, Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. Hebron that later became the headquarters of King David for the first seven years of his reign. Remember, before he now moved, uh, you know, into Jerusalem, Zion proper for 33 years in all 40 years. Okay. Hmm. Verse 24. The Bible says, oh, 23, they came to the brook of Eshkol. 24, the place was called the brook Eshkol because of a cluster of grapes which the children of Israel cut down from thence. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran and so on and so on. And they said, Oga, good land, great land, fruitful land, mighty land. See the fruits of the land. We couldn't carry a bunch, a cluster of the grapes in our hands. We had to suspend the cluster on a wooden frame borne on our shoulders. So two men will carry a cluster. It was that heavy. The land was that fertile. Said, bots! And you know, at times bots spoils everything. Bots! And someone said, you have to take your bot out of the way. Praise the Lord. They said, bots! There are giants in the land. The land eats her inhabitants. If the land is eating her inhabitants, how come they met human beings there? They say, so we, we, are, we are not able. We can't go into that land. That land is beyond us. That territory is not beyond you. Why do I say so? You are not alone. That territory is not beyond you. You are not alone. Listen, the forces of heaven are with you. Hallelujah. You have the blood. You have the word. You have the name. Hallelujah. You have the elements that created the visible world from the invisible. Listen, that territory is not beyond you. Don't be scared. Press on. Help me tell somebody, advance. When you are advancing, you are going forward. Tell somebody, go forward. Don't be afraid. Amen. Don't retreat. Don't retreat. When you retreat, you are going back. Advance. Keep advancing. Praise the Lord. So they said, we are not able. But Caleb and Joshua said, ah, keep quiet. Sir. We know God sent us on this mission. And as long as God is with us, we are able to take the land. Let's go now. Do you know they never went? On the testimony, the negative testimony of those 10 spies, they never attempted to take the land. Actually, there was a judgment in that Numbers 13. And God said to them, for the 40 days that you spied out the land, You'll be in the wilderness for 40 years for doubting my ability. So there are 40 days of spying the land became 40 years of roaming the wilderness until that generation that did not believe him died. Unbelief could be grave. Praise the Lord. He's the God of all possibilities, but our unbelief will hinder his hand from moving in our, in our, in our favor. Hmm. The judgment that came upon them. Numbers 14. From verse 20. And the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word. 
But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all these men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have tempted me now these ten times, and have not hearkened to my voice, surely they shall not see the land, which I swear to their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoked me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him, and had followed me fully, him will I bring into this land, and so on and so on. So what did the Lord say? He said, tomorrow, turn you, 25. And get into the wilderness where they were resting, and they started roaming. They were going around in circles. They were going around in circles. 29. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all that were numbered of you according to your whole number from 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me. Doubtless you shall not come into the land concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein. Save Caleb the son of Jephunneh and Joshua the son of Nun. None of them. 34. After the number of the days in which you sack the land, even 40 days, each day for a year, shall you bear your iniquities. Even 40 years, and you shall know my breach of promise. That's scary. How can God breach his promise? Psalm 89 verse 34. My covenant will I not break. Neither will I alter that which is gone out of my lips. But God said they will know his breach of promise. A father who doesn't break promises was forced to break his promise. Why? They doubted his ability. Don't doubt God's ability. Go through life without doubting God's ability. I will get pregnant. I will get that job. I'll become an entrepreneur. Hallelujah. I, 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 I'm going to have a first class. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, listen, things are going to change. I'm, I'm, become, I'm, I'm becoming an employer of labor. Amen. I'm going to get married. Hallelujah. I mean, carry that mentality with you wherever you go. Never doubt God's ability. Please, when you get home, you can read the rest of Numbers chapter 14. So we must have this mentality with us at all times. Guess what? Until the 40 years were complete, there was no attempt made at crossing over into the promised land. It was after the 40 years had been complete that the account of Joshua chapter 2 now kicked in. The first time, 12 spies were sent. When it was time, how many spies were now sent? Only two. Only two men entered Jericho. And God spared them. And Israel took over the land. People got into houses they did not build. They took over vineyards they did not plant. Say, I like this one, this is my home. Ah, but I got here first. Why not move to the next one? See, that one is even finer than this one. Houses they did not build. Vineyards they did not plant. Why? It was the promise of God to them. Eh? Yes. It was the promise of God to them. Because that was the generation of those who believed. Praise God. Which one would you believe? The report of men or the report of God? As I wrap up, number one thing, as far as possibilities is concerned, learn to dream. Learn to dream. Learn to dream. Help me tell your neighbor, learn to dream. Guess what? It is free to dream. There's something in English called daydreaming. When somebody's daydreaming, he's just imagining things, crazy things. Let your imaginations run wild. Is it not your mind that you are using to do your imagination? Am I using your mind to imagine things? Leave me, let me build my castles in the 
air, <laughs> as it were. It is free to dream, learn to dream. Some, when they are dreaming, they catch themselves in their dream. Say, hey, stop that. It can never happen. How can you be your, your enemy, your own enemy? <laughs> Praise the Lord. And some people are dreaming that they're about to give them a letter of promotion in the dream. Oh, and, about, and then they just woke up. Ah, that kind of dream, you must go back and dream. And sleep again and dream and, and redream. If there's anything like that. Ah, it was when they wanted to give the letter, that's when you now woke up. Or that's when one mosquito beat you. Bind that mosquito. And ask the Holy Ghost to bring the dream again. Let's continue from where we stopped. Sorry, that was just a pause. Let's continue, sir. Amen. <laughs> I'm saying, learn to dream. On the strength of a dream, Abraham saw into the future. He saw into the future. Learn to dream. Look at this. Ephesians 3 and verse 20. Learn to dream. What is a dream? It's a strongly desired goal or purpose. It's a picture of your reality. A dream considers something as a possibility. Learn to dream. In dreaming, you imagine, you visualize. Learn to dream. <laughs> Where you can't see, you can't reach. The place you can't see, you can't get to. Amen. The place you've not been to, you can't get there. Do you know at times, some things happen, I say, I've seen this before. I don't know whether, whether you know, some things happen in reality, I say, I've seen this before. This was my imagination before. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Your turnover, you're in business, your monthly turnover is just 500,000. Your 500,000 now divided by 670. How much is that in dollars? It's not even up to $1,000 a month. Turnover. Turnover. Not profit. Not gross margin. Turnover. Turnover. Sales. Just revenue. You've not deducted exp expenses. Cost of sales hasn't come in. Turnover. 500,000. You're bragging. Ah, Pastor, you know in the past it was 350,000. Thank God for 500, but that's not where to stay. Don't build a castle there. Hallelujah. Can you see something greater? 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 Dream! Where you have not been, you can't reach. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 3.20. I want to read that from the message. Ephesians 3.20. God can do anything, you know. I like that. God can do anything, you know. You know, message is a paraphrase. So it's like you talking to your friend. God can do anything, you know. Far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. Let's read again together. One, two, together. God can do anything, you know. Far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by walking within us. His spirit deeply and gently within us. Hallelujah. So how does he do, do it? How does God do it? He does it by walking within us. His spirit deeply and actively walking within us. What is he working on? That dream, that imagination. Yes, that desire, that request is what he's working on by his spirit. So God can do how many things? Anything. Bring it up again. Ephesians 3 and 20. Learn to dream. God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. Does this scripture negate the place of dreaming? Does it support dreaming? Exactly. 
And it is my dream, for goodness sake, let me dream. Joseph had dominion dreams at the age of 17. He dreamt. He said he saw the sun, the moon, and the stars bowing down to him. And he ran in his innocence and ignorance and told his brothers and told his father. And the father interpreted the dream without even realizing it. What are you saying? And then he dreamt again. He had another dream. He saw 12 stocks and they bowed down to his own stock and so on. And he went and told his brothers and they hated him the more. His journey began from dreaming. What are you doing with your dream? If all you are dreaming about is rice and beans, you need deliverance. Praise the Lord. Lay hands upon yourself and say, Holy Ghost, deliver me. I don't want to see rice and beans again. There are important things I should. Can you dream and visualize and see yourself coming up with solutions to human problems? Inventions that will benefit humanity. Hallelujah. Some people are doing it. Why can't you be one of those doing it? I, wisdom, dwell with knowledge. I find out the knowledge of witty inventions. What are you doing with the potentials of God within you? Hallelujah. Possibilities. Listen, you can be known in Aquata from the ends of the earth. You can be known in Ibadan from the ends of the earth. It takes a dream. But there is a force that will work on the dream to bring it to reality. Hallelujah. Learn to dream. Second point I want to make, and I, I will close. Don't, compli- don't complicate faith. Don't complicate faith. Just believe. You know, some people, they complicate faith. They make faith sound mysterious. Uh-uh. Can you just take God at, at his word and simply believe? The word logic. Logic. You know, when we're logical in our reasoning. In fact, logic is even a field of study. Even in uh, computer science, you have ALU, arithmetic logic unit, because the computer too uses logic to process data and so on and so on. Logic. There's a field of study called logic. The word logic means logos. Logos in the Greek. Wherever logos regular human normal reasoning comes into play then everything is subject to what logos what logic has to say if logic says 2023 elections will be business as usual nobody should expect anything different from what we've been having in the past it's the same old brigade and by the way APC PDP, DDP, LLP, all of them are one and the same. Because people leave one and they go to the, they keep transmuting. They leave one, they go to another. They leave the another, they go to another. At times they go to another of another. Because at times what you have in LP is another of another. Or ZLP. Or AP. Hallelujah. If you, if logic is saying 203 will be business as usual, that, that is what's going to happen. But there is a variant, something contrary to logos, and that is Rema. You can believe the logos, but you won't see as much as you should see if it were to be a Rema. Which one is Rema? 
the one that is inspired by God's spirit is Rema. Faith works with Rema. <laughs> so then, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the inspired. And hearing the word of God. King James does not help us. So then, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. <laughs> but the original says, so then, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the inspired, anointed word of God. When you hear the inspired, anointed word of God, the word that is quickened to you. You know, there are times God's word is like jumping at you. It's like this thing just jumped at me this morning. Ah, that one is inspired, it is quickened. Believe it. You can believe the logos, it's okay. Because in the absence of the Rema word, the logo is always there. Hallelujah. Ah, I don't have time. Do you know there was a time the pool of Bethesda, pool of Bethesda. An angel will come at a certain season to stir up the pool and whoever got in first was healed. When the man at the pool of Bethesda who had been in that condition for 38 years, when he got his healing, was it because an angel came and stirred the water? No. So anytime, you know, the angel came and stirred up the water, that was a rhema moment. Whoever got in first will be healed. But that day, it wasn't a rhema moment because... Uh, the Rema himself was standing before him. It was just a casual encounter. Will thou be made whole? It was, it was even left to him to decide whether he wanted to be made whole. Will thou be made whole? You see, Oga, clear, clear, clear. Make us see. Oga, clear. <laughs> I, I will answer you, but I want to be seen what's happening in front of me. He said, because Oga, you know, an angel can come now and stare at the pool. And this one that you are, don't worry. Uh, 2023 lecture, don't worry. But let me focus on this one. Jesus said, will thou be made whole? The man looked at him. He said, what are you saying? Jesus said, rise up. Take off your bed and walk. And it happened. So there is time for the rhema moment. But be prepared with the logos of God's word. Don't allow your own human reasoning to interfere. With what the word of God is saying. So I'm saying don't complicate faith. Simply believe. Go thy way. The devil has gone out of your daughter. And the woman went. And it happened at that instant. Whatever God says to you. Simply believe. Don't rationalize what God is saying. Don't try and figure it out. That word didn't come from you. You didn't originate it. So what makes you think you can rationalize it? Don't complicate faith. Simply believe. And you will see the glory of God manifest in your situation. Don't complicate faith. Hmm. In Mark's gospel, chapter 7, I'm just picking that one from verse 25. A certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him that he will cast forth the devil out of her daughter. Number one, she was a woman. In their culture, a woman should not approach a man. Number two, she was Greek. Now, when Jesus was walking the streets of Palestine. The Grecian kingdom had come to an end. The Romans were now ruling. But the Roman Empire was an offshoot 
of uh, the Grecian Empire, ruled by Alexander the Great. How many of you remember? So, and they had subdued Israel. So she was Greek, and she was coming to a Hebrew for solution. She was at a disadvantage. She was a woman. She was at another disadvantage. But in spite of all that she came, she didn't complicate faith. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled, because you are disqualified naturally. He was saying to her, for it is not me to take the children's bread and cast it onto the dogs. And when he called her or referred to her as the dogs, he was right. Because they were heathen nations. They had a lot of practices. Children sleep with their mothers. Brothers kill brothers to marry the wives of their brothers. The Herods did it. One Herod took the wife of the other Herod and so on. That was their star. Herod the Great was a terrible man, very vicious, had a lot of blood on his hands. So when he referred to them as dogs, he knew what he was saying. He wasn't being rude to the woman, it was a descriptive word for their lineage. Praise the Lord. I'm rounding up, as you can see. And she answered and said unto him, yes, Lord. She didn't say, listen, me, I'm different from the rest of them. Don't call me doggo. I'm not a dog. Mm -mm. Yes, Lord. She didn't complicate faith. She knew what she wanted. She went for what she wanted. Don't join issues with men. Listen, if, apologize. So that you can get what you want God to do for you. Is someone listening to me this morning? Hmm. Yes, Lord. Yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. She was saying, as mighty as the Grecian Empire was, or the Roman Empire is right now, we are under the table. We want to eat crumbs from Israel. Do you know that that was what she was saying? In other words, she brought herself down. She forgot the pride and the arrogance of their day and time. Oh. And he said unto her, For this saying, go thy way. The devil is gone out of thy daughter. And when she was come to her house, she found the devil gone out. And her daughter laid upon the bed. Simple faith. Just believe. Are you convinced about what God can do? If you are convinced about what God can do, you are operating in the realm of all possibilities. It is my prayer that the Lord will give you a new song to sing. It is my prayer that the Lord will open up new channels unto you. It is my prayer that your streams will flow with water and you will have not just one stream, you have several streams. It is my prayer that you will be a world changer in your own right, that you be a person of impact and influence in your generation. It is my prayer that the grace of God and the hand of the Lord will announce you to your world. Yes, beyond what you can imagine or what you can dream or think about. It is my prayer that your seed will surpass you in greatness in the name of Jesus. It is my prayer that every dry well will be filled with water and that every dry land will overflow with abundance. It is my prayer that famines will be turned around to abundance in every situation and circumstance. It is my prayer that the sick be healed. Yes, it is my prayer that the sick be healed. I, I, I stand against obstacles and limitations. I stand against barriers 
Yes, barriers, biological barriers. I stand against ancestral barriers, ancestral limitations. I stand against causes, generational causes, ancestral causes, plaguing the lives of men and women. I, 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 I arrest, I arrest patterns, patterns that are at variance with the mind of God. I command all of you to amend from today. You fall in line in the name of Jesus. I speak to foundations, foundations not instituted by God, foundations instituted by men. Today, I uproot you by the authority of the word of God. I uproot you in the name of Jesus. People under the oppression of the forces of darkness. Today is your day of deliverance. Be free. I said be free such people in the name of Jesus. And those who are afraid because they believe they will not live long. I rebuke that fear from its roots in the name of Jesus. I claim the benefits of long life, length of days, strength of days for you. In the name of Jesus. Yea, I hear the door of help. Let the doors of help open. Let the doors of help open to Zion. To our men, our women, our boys, our girls, families represented, individuals here, businesses, jobs, careers. Let the doors of help open. Let the doors of help open. Let the doors of help open. In the name of Jesus. Everybody living with a disease condition. Every person. Living with a disease condition, hear the word of the Lord. By his own self, he bear our sickness upon his body on the tree, and by whose stripes we were healed. I bring that word to bear upon your life, and I speak health and healing to you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I cause every growth and inflammation. Yes, I command them to dry up in the name of Jesus. I address you, spirit of barrenness. You are not of God. You're not of God. You're not of God. The stranger shall be afraid. And they shall come out of their close places with fear and trembling. I command every stranger. I command every root of barrenness destroyed. Today in the name of Jesus. Let the church agree with me. Please join hands with somebody beside you. Let's begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost for one another. Yes, we're going to pray in the Holy Ghost. It's our season of busting forth. It's our season of answers. Answers. Open heavens. Answers. Open heavens. Answers. Open heavens. Answers. Eko rahabo livredo sahambe. Le clovreto si livredo santahanga. Livredo si livredo sa. Lunga havudu jiko livredo sila. Imbata livredo sata. Regelevredo sata. Eglevruja livredo sa. Livredo sa linga haya. Oga shafute palia. Liglevo shata tolevrego. Lubrata ya bro. Zise se 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 se. Rikete kelevruja. Yekrevruja. Thank you father. Every dead womb receives life now in the name of Jesus. Every dead dream comes alive again now in the name of Jesus. Every dead prospect comes alive now in the name of Jesus. I speak to that thyroid condition. Be made whole, be made whole, be made whole in the name of Jesus. 
where surgical interventions have been agreed upon let there be an intervention of the Holy Ghost such that the surgical interventions will no longer be necessary we receive this miracle now in the name of Jesus Father we say thank you can you talk to the Lord for another few seconds about your desires your own personal desires your own personal requests your own personal desires of the word of God to be your own lot as well just raise up your right hand above your head all eyes are short all heads about I want to pray for you all eyes are short all heads about up on the gallery down here you want to make that decision to become a child of the living God he will accept you just the way you are he will forgive you he will give you a new beginning as you allow his blood to do his work in you if you're raising the hand, raise it well. If you're watching this from home and you want to take that decision,
do what I'm saying. Do what I'm saying. Up on the gallery, anybody like that? He will accept you. Is there anyone up? Okay. I don't see anyone down here too. Okay. If you want to rededicate your heart to the Lord, you're saying, I don't want the fire to go down. I'm beginning to slow down, but I'm rededicating my heart to the Lord so that he remains my Lord and my Savior. Just raise your right hand above your head and I'll pray for you. You are rededicating your heart to the Lord. Anybody like that? There's a hand somewhere. Okay, who else? Can you place that hand across your chest, please? And say, Lord Jesus, I come back home to you. I won't drift from your presence no more. Help me to remain rooted and grounded in you and in your love all my days. I will never walk in unbelief. I will keep believing your word. Help me to live for you for the rest of my days. In Jesus' name. Grace to stand, receive in the name of Jesus. The era of disappointments are over. From this hour, the attention and the focus of heaven are upon your life. And you will begin to sing a new song, my brother. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give him thanks and give him praise.